an artist if you do not start looking at your very own music. I don't care if you play the most satanic black metal in the world. Damn it. If you don't know how to market the shit, truly market it. If you don't know how to market the very music that you create from your soul, if you don't know how to market it, then yeah, guess what? You're just going to be in it for the money. Yep. And it's not exactly. going to make, and it's not going to make a damn dime. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Music Making Sense podcast. It's your boy Harcos here with me. As always, is the one, the only KP. How the hell you doing here today, KP? I'm good, brother. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. So uh, we're coming here. We're coming here to you today to talk about content. Yes. And how content's king. And me and KP were just talking about uh, one of his artists that he was just previously working with no longer because of differences. But those things happen. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But we were talking about the content and, and uh, he was showing me the content. And uh, as a as a hip hop artist, it was kind of hitting my soul a little bit. So I had to let him listen to mine to bring the mood back up. But he uh, we, but overall, we were just talking about how you got to like you know, having having premises and having concepts and stuff like that that you want to put out in your music, that's that's the core of of creating a song. Mm -hmm. But then you also have to have it be musically entertaining. It has to be sound. It has to ride. And you have to be able to take constructive criticism when somebody says, hey, that sounds lyrically like you, it's forced. Hey, it's not on beat. Hey, you know, like I've heard before when people talk to me, hey, it sounds like you're reading it. You're not feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Stuff mm -hmm. like that. I've had people tell me that before. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense because it was kind of a fresh track. I hadn't really rehearsed it a lot before I recorded it. Right. Which happens, you know? And so, uh, you know, you got to be able to take that and then you got to be constantly trying to be like, okay, you, you know, you can't take all the criticism when people say, oh, you're just trash. You can't right. do that. Well, when people give you specific things like, hey, you know, you're falling a little bit behind on the beat or, hey, you know, your guitar sounds a little out of tune in this spot or whatever. You know, it sounds like you might have, you know, might have you might have missed the fret a little bit or something, whatever, you know, whatever right. kind of music that you're playing. You know, you accidentally thumb that second key on the keyboard on accident or something. Small things like that you know, listen to those and, and try to learn from those because the ones that just say, oh, you're trash, you're garbage, whatever, like big blanket statements, fuck them. Yeah, Don't worry about them. them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But the ones who are trying, like if, if they're trying to tell you something in, in precise context, listen to that because yeah. they're actually taking the time to not only listen to it, but to give you an honest criticism, an honest you know, criticism, right. and, yeah. And so, so that's, that's what we're kind of coming here today to talk about because, you know, as the motto is for this, for this show, you know, music making sense podcast for artists by artists, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Me and KP are both artists in a range of genres. You know, I'm mainly yeah. hip hop. Well, actually, I'm only a hip hop artist, but yeah. KP yeah. is is metal and my man's jazz. tight. By the way, y'all, just just put it out there, dude. My boy yeah. got my boy got skill, man. I, I just, <laughs> just 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 let me just let me just throw that sauce out there for y'all, man. I appreciate that, but 
But yeah, so like, but but it's been a journey, you know, because yeah. like, you know, I've sounded like, you know, a slam poet trying to hop on a beat before. I've sounded completely off beat. I've yeah. I've had tracks. I still even have some tracks. I was showing KP a couple tracks that um, I've just released this year, but are like a year or two old where like a few of them sound dope. And then a couple of them sound a little bit forced and a little bit not on beat and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just one of those things you got to keep working on. And, and some some you know if you're a lyric artist whether you're a singer or or whatever or, you know a, a, you know rapper or whatever mm-hmm. you know going with the melody is always where the key is and, and and to putting that together you know if you're just an instrumental artist where you just create the instrumentals you know and stuff like still that still got to make that you, flow yeah you still got to make it flow but you don't have to worry about the words you're worrying about right. the, the tempo but even still your words create a tempo as well too you know just like you know from everyone from Lil Wayne to Twista from to animals Mar- leaders, <laughs> right. To, for, to Mariah Carey, to whoever, you know what I'm saying? Slayer when, to Metallica. Yeah, exactly. Shirt, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. But they, uh, you know, your, your words and, and your syllables and stuff like that go on with the other beats within the music as well too. Right. And, and so no matter if you're, you know, you're doing long musical notes or short, you know, I mean, not everyone that gets into music has like a classical music background where they've been told about quarter notes, half notes and stuff like yeah. that. You or, know, sheet in, music. Or, or played in the church. Yeah, anything like that. You know, some people are completely self-taught. They can't read music and they can play every instrument. Some people, you know, have, you know, just like feel the music, or, you know, feel the beat or whatever with hip hop and just kind of like go and they can ride right on it, mm-hmm. you know. But but it, what it comes down to is being self-aware enough to where you can take somebody's fine criticism and put it into action as best as possible, right. you know, and not get, not get upset about it and not, you know, just think that they're trying to be a hater or nothing like that. Because if they're trying to be a hater, like I said, they're going to tell you, Oh, that's trash. Yeah. You know, but if they're not trying to be a hater, they're going to come out with key points in there. And, exactly. and that's basically all I wanted to say on that, but KP's got a little bit more. He wanted to dive into with some stuff that he's been working on with it as well. Yeah. Um. So what what were you you were saying something right before we started about you know bridging the gap between your your metal stuff and your jazz stuff and and trying to be like how that's so diametrically opposed but you're still trying you know it's still you so it has a center point. Right. Well, the thing is for me like and 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 during this experience with with um with losing or with uh parting ways with my artists it actually open my eyes to myself as an artist. And the one thing that I looked at was, am I truly a jazz artist? Right? Like I had to really ask myself. And then when I'm listening to my album and looking at who's buying the album, who's who's been downloading songs, who's actually been giving jumping on the playlist, all those things, right? And at times we as artists like to believe that, oh, it's the algorithm or or people just hating on me and all those things. And it's like, no, dude, people are not liking my album. 
That's yep. it. Yeah, and, they're not and feeling I, and the song to, or they're whatever. They're not feeling the. They're not. They, you know, there are certain people who do like it, and mm-hmm. I came to the, and I realized that even when I, I actually realized that when I put it out there, I said it's free jazz. People think free jazz is awful. I accepted that. Okay. Right. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like right, right away, I accepted that. Yes. People think free jazz, people think noise, really obscure underground music like that. They think it's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, the artwork on my album slamming. It looks like I would think probably, probably one of the best album covers in, 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 in this era. Seriously. Right. I would, I could honestly say, I would say that, but, right. When people listen to the album, there's like that one song that they like, a one song that they, you know, here and there. Certain people like certain tracks, but overall, no. The moji, the majority of the play it got was from me. <laughs> right. Well, I right. mean, that I, just goes I, to show I, that, like, no matter you can have the best artwork, the best microphone, the best yeah. equipment. You know, you can be trapped by your equipment and technology and stuff, have the best video, everything like that, but the music's not resonating. Yeah, but I understood that because here's the thing. I realized that was a project that I wanted to get out myself because I was frustrated after 20, 23 years of being in being a metal front man mm-hmm. and being in four different bands here in the Pacific Northwest. I got frustrated and I just felt like there was... There was some that was a project that I just really needed to let out. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just one of those things that it was just like, look, man, I'm just gonna get away from the metal scene for a while and do something totally different. So I got involved with drumming. Mm-hmm. And I got it, I ended up getting a really cool uh RB gig. I was playing R, I was playing in the RB hip hop gig with this guy. Shout out to my boy Strings EMB out there in um St. Louis. Um and I got that gig, and then I got with this really cool cover band. Um, it was a Jimmy uh Bluffin um Bluffin um tribute band, Jimmy Buffett uh tribute band, where mm-hmm. I played congas, got paid for that one, and I got paid for the strings gig too. And then, you know, was getting ready to do some other really cool stuff, kind of went solo with my with the with the percussion project, and COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Right. So and then I ended up getting home. I was uh, homeless for a while. And then when I moved into there, I ended up creating that album because, like I said, I was just looking at it was just a creative outlet. I was angry. I didn't want to I didn't want to really do anything like metal, but it was adjacent because it's Mm. just the certain elements. Right. The free jazz, the noise, the whole the 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 experimental stuff that I did in there and kind of made it like almost like a soundtrack. Like if you were to listen to a soundtrack, like if you listen to like a Jordan Peele, watch a Jordan Peele movie and stuff. And a quite a few people would say that's what they said about it as well. Mm-hmm. But also the thing that kicked out was the one of the, one of the statements that st- stood out to me the most was my album sounded like jazz for metalheads. That's interesting. That is the and when I re, when my boy when homeboy said that shout out to my boy Darian. That's oh, I mean that's a that's a unique blend, but that's a very I could blend. I could see where it would be very very like. Yeah, because if you go difficult. listen to yeah, if you yeah. listen to it, you would be like, okay, yeah, 
And I realized that as much as I love jazz, mm. and mind you, I've listened to jazz since I was six years old. I mind you, I the the first three albums I heard clearly from my uncle was from was Jimi Hendrix, Chick Corea, rest his soul, both of them, and Black Sabbath. That's an interesting mix. When I heard those, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you now, I was hooked because yes, it took my mind, it took my mind to a totally different place. Right. And then I started listening to darker, heavier stuff as as time went along. Mm-hmm. So now, when I started, so as I started thinking about it, and after this, after dealing with um, after dealing with the departure, with the part in the ways of my of one of my students, um. It made me realize what I was doing. And I realized, okay, Coley, guess what? Or KP, or you know, but do you guys know me as but my name's Coley. I just that, that's right. my real name. But you know, I'm thinking my head, KP, yo. What do you think you're doing, dude? You're denying your fans. And shout out to Sean because Sean put out this um really cool um he put out this video and he was saying, you can't deny, you can't deny your, your fans what they want. After yeah. 23 years of being in metal, my fans, the guy, the, the, the fans that love me, that truly follow me, they want fucking metal from Holy Pernell Bowden. Right, exactly. That's what they want, right? And yeah, I had they to don't, think they about don't... that. Yeah, they don't. They don't want jazz. They don't want you to start no. singing. They, yeah, they want, they want metal because that's what they, they want. want yeah. yeah, they want metal. Yeah, if you're gonna do the noise shit, okay, add it into some fucking vocals. Add some goddamn lyrics, Coley. That's what the right. niggas. They's like, your black ass ain't gonna get shit from us if you go put out that garbage again. Yeah, in their and mind, th- that's what they're saying, and I that don't makes blame sense. Them. Yeah, no, and that makes sense. You know, them. it's just like, yeah, because you went, you went to a polar opposite on yeah. him, you know it's not like you played around within the realm you know you went to another another whole nother realm yeah, yeah. you know and and like so you know yeah because i mean if you would have went to uh you know instead of going to jazz if you would have went from metal to just like like a more a milder rock or like something acoustic or something like that one time or whatever, but it was still a little bit heavy, but it was like more acoustic or something like all those different things within metal. You still could have, you still could have got like, if you would have went speedy, if you would have went, you know, like thrashing, whatever, if you would have like, you know, decided to do something like a little bit like, like punk or like alt rock or something like that, you still could have, been in that realm with them they could have still because because yeah. th- those kind of people you know they like that range within the realm you know and mm-hmm. and and there, i'm sure there's some people they're like yeah i like metal and i like jazz but it's very very few and far between yeah yeah so yeah i could definitely see why people would people would react like that yeah. because you know and then you understand that too and see that's the thing that we're talking about is that you gave the criticism to your student they didn't take it very well and then you're like well hold on a second i need to look at the criticism i've been getting and take it better as well too because no, I, no here's the thing no 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 here's the thing though here's okay. the thing the difference is i knew already when i created this album mm-hmm. that it was not going to get the response that it would get i right. knew that 
Like I knew coming in, but I said I wanted to express my own feelings. I wanted to express mm -hmm. this. I wanted to get this shit out of me, right? So I created it. Now that it's out of me, my black ass got to get back into the good shit that everybody wants. Right. Right? And I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I understood what I, I understood my assignment. You mm -hmm. understand? But I realized my thing is that when you realize and you know, or you know that it's going to be a bad product and it's not getting you anywhere, no matter how many dollars I put behind advertising it. It's not going to give me the push I need. People want my rhythm and vocals. Mm -hmm. They want songs. They want structured songs in a metal fashion. I don't care if it's like, if it's like Dark Throne, if it's like Metallica, if it's like Seven Dust, if it's like Slipknot, if it's like Dissection, if it's like Demi Borgir, fuck them anyway, but at the same time, right? If it's Slayer, <laughs> if it's fucking, if it's goddamn decapitated, cattle decapitation, big they up. They still want that realm. They want that. They want structured songs within. They want metal with structure. Yeah, it's just noise. like. I can it, do all yeah. that stuff. Bring my vocals. They want to hear me on the mic with my fucking lyrics and and choruses and shit. That's what they want to hear. Yeah, it was. It's like it's similar to when Lil Wayne tried doing rock for a little bit, and like it just flopped with his audience. Yeah, cut. And then and then the rock audience was like, "I thought you were a hip hop artist," you know. And so like you you won't you won't really connect with anybody really because the, the image that you've built is like, it's like, like, like what MGK is going through, mm -hmm. you know, he brought, he, he brought his way up during hip hop. And then, but like now he mainly is like on stage with guitar and stuff like that. And then every once in a while, he'll come back with another like Eminem disc or something like that in hip hop to try to like boost the signal again. But then he goes right back to picking up a guitar and doing that kind of singing and stuff. And people were just like, like he, he has fans for that. It's right. just, you can't, you can't keep jumping around, you know, right. but here's you gotta, thing, you gotta kind of stay, gotta stay, you know, right. But I did that because I, and you can now that's the thing. You can do it after you've done something for so long and you mm -hmm. decide to like, you want to transition, but okay. But here's the thing that was different. And this is why I can see where, he's coming from mm. from us having this conversation but here's something i'm saying and i said this to you mm -hmm. if you've been doing something for so long though and it's not succeeding for you maybe you do need to make a new transition yep Absolutely. And that's what I was saying to him. Yeah. And that the yeah. thing he didn't like the fact that I was saying now for me, I was saying that I'm not a jazz artist because I actually, I actually became great in metal. Yeah. I and don't feel this art. I don't feel, I don't feel my guy is a hip hop artist. I feel he's more of a, dark cabaret rock pop artist with some swag especially after that last song i said that i became a huge fan of right i didn't show i didn't get a chance to show you the other ones too but that's, that's again, fine i get the but gist you see, but you get the gist right the 
it was like, okay, out of, to me, from a coach perspective, it was like, also being a music fan. And, and like I said, for me, it was like being a coach is the fact that I'm a coach. So mm -hmm. I'm looking at it from a perspective of, okay, which brand actually is more captivating? Is it the, yeah. is it that, is it the one song or is it this video? Right. It was that it was, that's what it was. And when I saw what was the most captivating, I said, go with that. Mm -hmm. But when I'm listening to, again, I shut, when I shut my eyes out of looking at the brand and mm. listen to the songs, that's when I said, if you're going to go, if you're going to do hip hop, if you're going to do rap, you got to know how to ride that beat and you got to mm. know how to be in the pocket. Yep. That I Absolutely. know for a fact, dude. Now I've been, like I said, been doing metal for 23 years, but dude, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. My brother is in hip hop. My brother does hip hop beats. Okay. Mm. I grew up around niggas who could rap. I grew up around guys who not flow. And one thing, the Midwest people, people think, but cats in the Midwest got flow. Right. Right. Yeah. And that the Great Lakes area, that area where Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, especially that you know, those yep. areas, dude, those flow. Mad yeah, it's, flow. it's it's definitely over. I mean, that it's 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 just like a geographic thing for for a lot of aspect, but but I mean that has always had had elements of change in it, you know, because some people have came out, and but it's just it's it's not known for that kind of stuff, and it's just right. the same. You know, because that, that's the brand. The brand of the Midwest is farmers. You know, mm -hmm. the brand of New York is, you know, hip hop and street scene and all that shit, right. you know, big city and everything like that. So, you know, you know, it's just the same as when you are an artist. If you are known for one thing, you can play around within that thing. However, you can't go too far outside. And as an artist, I know that like sometimes you want to do something different, something else that you feel. You know, you you don't want to just be one thing. You want to be dynamic. You want to be you, and that's perfectly fine. However, but you what you can't is... expect everyone to rock with it. And also, you know? the thing is, the thing is that makes it tough is what are you. You, what are you going to be able to market? Well, there's that too. Yeah, because right? it's you're going to have to try to market. Yeah, you're going to have to try to market to a totally different group. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, that would be like if I went from making hip hop music to start making punk music or something like that. You know, I would have to try, you know, to build a whole new brand, basically. I mean, I would have to essentially just change my name and everything. Right. But also, but when you're looking at it in the different realm of hip hop, per se, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say, like, because think about this. Like, see if you are a, say if you're a, 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 a boom bap artist, but then all of a sudden you, so you're like, you end up, you're, you're Griselda, and then you turn into JPEG Mafia or, or mm. Danny Brown, right? How does that, now that also plays a huge role too. It It does, it does, but it can resonate. Like you said, you're still playing in the realm. So it resonates a lot easier. I'm not saying it's going to resonate exactly the same, you know, like a drill rapper who decides to, you know, start doing boom bap or something is going to have hesitation from, 
the drill fans because the drill fans like a specific thing and boom bap like a specific thing and everything like that you know you may get recognized by the boom bap community and stuff but you're it's it's you know and i mean like i play around with that myself because like i have some that are like you know like like i've i've been on all different kinds of beats you know i've been on boom bap i've been on 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 trap beats i've been on drill beats i've been on uh you know like slow like melodic like you know type of beats and stuff like that and you know you can play around in that area but when you go too far out of your character then they're like you know it has that dichotomy that that ja rule had the problem that ja rule had is that he was making love songs talking about murder at the same time you know it's it's you know, like like Fifty Cent said in his book when he was talking about Ja Rule, is that it was too contradictory. You know, yeah. like you know, and, and and you know, it's not to say that you can't change. It's just you can't be contradictory. You know, because you know, Fifty Cent, Jeezy, um, Jay Z, they mm. all started out street as fuck, talking about raw street shit, and as they moved and grew in life. Now they're talking about building business, growing family. They're talking about different things, but they still right. have like the same, the same overall tone and image in general. Like I'm a hustler, I'm a grinder. I started with that dope. Now I'm on this shit. You know, I'm on more legit shit. You know, and it, it's not the same as you know, you know, somebody, you know, having love songs and shit like that with female artists talking about Murder Inc. and everything like that. You know, it's. So you gotta you gotta pick your pick your pick your your, 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 so po- I do, your pocket to an extent. Pocket. So okay, so I do okay, so I can admit to everyone that I was I misguided him in a sense. Okay. Because when I again when I'm again listening, because I do understand hip, I do know me, I do I understand hip hop. I'm not right. Right. I can under I was my hands are throwing up in the air for your shit. So yeah, that, you were right. going crazy. I thought you were gonna fall in the fucking chair when I played that one. I was just over there. I was like sitting there listening to it, and I look over at the camera, and the dude's like almost on the fucking ground. I'm like, yo, what the man, fuck? I was getting, I was getting then, loose to my bad stuff, dude. So you know, I understood. So you know, I really right. gotta feel in love for hip hop, right? And my advice to him was that when I heard him, but also being that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a metalhead. Seeing his, seeing that, seeing what he brought and listening to him, like, why not go into a different genre? Because mm-hmm. that's what I feel. And and to this day, I think, and I think, and I'm going to be, I, I, I think I did misguide him. But to this day in my heart, I feel like he would do better in a different genre. Well, like a good metaphor is, you know, how people always try to say, oh, you're trying to put the square peg in the round hole. Well, you know, you got the you got the round hole and you got the square holes. Right. And mm. you you may you may be an octagon, you know, where you're like a squared circle almost, you know, you, you so you but there's a there's a hole for that, you know. And so, like you know, when we were listening to, to the artists and stuff like that, you know, I understand what you're saying, where you're like, hey. I, I understand you're trying to get into hip hop and that's like one of the easier markets to kind of get into, even though it's highly saturated, mm-hmm. but 
your stuff is is very different. You need to be in a different lane. Yeah, you know, I really feel and, that way. Yeah, he he does. I mean, I was listening to that and stuff, and and you know, like the concepts and stuff like that is is more like he could probably. I wouldn't want to say horrorcore because that's totally different, but mm -hmm. like something, something besides just in general, like he, he, that you need to find that lane. I, I'm still trying to put it together because, because the, the artist he's talking about, for those of y'all who don't know, we're not going to put him on blast and nothing like that. Cause we're not trying to be hateful. It's, it's about love and everything. Yeah. But, but that artist, like, has... and this is what we do guys. This mm -hmm. is something yeah. that we do. We really, Absolutely. We, we really like, we break down the way, if you want our help, we break down the way your brands are and we try to get you on the right track. If we feel mm -hmm. that something's not right, we're going to tell you it's our it's that's that's our job. We because we want to see you succeed. So if yeah. we feel like we have there are certain details that we're telling you. We're not telling you your shit's trash. Just whatever. Fuck off. We don't want to hear it. You ain't nobody trying to hear you. Nobody want to hear this bullshit. We're being specific about things that you can tighten up, things right. that you can improve, things that you might need to just let go of. Mm -hmm. There's critiques, there's steps, there's tips, there's, there's, there's ways that we're doing. And we've, we've been trained to do this. And not only that, but we've studied prior mm -hmm. to our training of becoming music marketers and music marketing coaches and brand coaches and, and helping artists have and creative directors. We yep. have, we, we, we understand this. So we're not to so understand what we're not trying to say this in a way of being mean or hypercritical towards you as artists, bands, and musicians. We want you to understand that we're giving you tips to help you become successful in your journey as artists. Yeah. And it's in our best interest that you become successful as well. Yeah. Because from, from a purely personal level, like if we're trying to help you grow and we're not helping you grow, you're not going to want to work with us. But if we are helping you grow and we are challenging you in the right way and stuff like that and actually getting that to move, then you're not only going to continue wanting to work with us, but you're going to also tell other people, you know, and <laughs> I I just think like. Yeah, like I was saying about that artist when we were listening, I saw, I was sitting there saying like, he, he's he's on the wrong type of beats for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I can completely understand that he probably was like, I heard this beat and then the lyrics came to me. It's like, okay, that's fine. But like, as an artist, I know some like sometimes that purely happens. You'll hear right. a beat yeah. and, oh, yeah. and all Hell of a sudden yeah. it's like, Dude. boom, yeah. here it, right. here here it, it is. is. Yeah. Right? But then <laughs> exactly. sometimes you'll have a concept or sometimes you'll have a concept that you, you it will work better on a different beat. You know, like mm -hmm. like um, I, I showed I showed you that brand new one I just finished last week. Right. I just right. finished a brand new track last week. I let him listen to that. And he's like, oh, shit, that was actually originally the first half of it was on a totally different beat with a lot slower tempo. And yeah. so it whenever I transformed it to a different beat because I heard it at a faster tempo and I was like, oh, wait, hold on. This is speaking to me. I transformed it and then I had to adjust the lyrics a little bit, adjust the flow and everything like that for it to ride better with, with it was more of a boom bap. The original one was more of like a horrorcore slow tempo beat. And so, right. 
and 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 there was a lot more attitude in in the original one however this one had more room to play with with scaling up mm-hmm. and but either way the I, I don't know what i would say to that artist man if you're if you're listening is is i think that you need to find a different set of beats for your thing like you know you have a concept about a, a goddess it's a good concept mm-hmm. but the lyrics seem forced because it's not on the beat. Like if you find a different tempo to run on, mm-hmm. it, probably a little faster, and then you chop some of the extra words like the ands and the thes and the buts and stuff like that out of the lyrics, you could probably get the flow a little bit faster. And sometimes getting a synonym that has an extra syllable or one less syllable, sometimes stuff like that helps as well too, mm-hmm. you know, or saying things a little bit different, like rewording it, like like taking the, the bar and flipping it backwards and having it go that way instead to where it, it lines up better lines with up. the syllables. Or you having know, a guy, stuff like or, that. Having, or I haven't even, like the, when I'm listening to him, mm-hmm. if he does not like to ride the beat, be, be the fact that I'm a vocalist and a drummer, I'm one of those guys that when I'm listening to singers or vocalists, I'm going to go, okay, you know what? I'll just ride to, I'll just rock the beat to their voice, to the temple of their voice, Mm -hmm. lock in with their voice versus me trying to make them lock in with it. And I came up with that idea of me actually becoming his producer because I said, I think he needs, I said he needed to find a producer to work mm-hmm. with instead of trying to buy instead of buying beats here and there because that's just and, and if you don't do the, if you don't do the work right and i just realized this guys i just got on beat stars and i'm actually learning how to do this shit and i'm like actually sitting my black ass down here and fucking like learning how to do it and do it right so mm-hmm. then that way i could possibly make some cash so i can get my new out my next album out anyway <laughs> right <laughs> But the thing is, is, you know, you, I told him like, dude, you need to find for you hip hop artists out there. That's really trying to plug into the business like that. Hook up with the producer. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty the, of up and coming. There, of, there a coming. lot of up and coming producers yeah. out here right now. And some of them are nice and some of them are trash. You just got to filter through. And work, yeah. I mean, fuck, if, if you're on Facebook as a hip hop artist, you're going to find producers because they find you. Totally. Trust me. Trust totally. me, because like I don't need to look for anything anymore because I have graphic designers and marketers and fucking producers always hitting me up, wanting me to fucking, you know, check out this or blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. They're doing the sales process with me. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not the most difficult, but it's something that you need to do. Like because it's your content. Yeah. And, and that's sometimes, your content. Exactly. Your music is your content. One thing I have have a problem with still sometimes is where I will get a beat and I'll have mm-hmm. something in my head when I first hear it and then I'll start working on it a little bit or whatever and then I'll put it down because like I kind of hit like a writer's block or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like my, my motivation just like switches off sometimes. And then I'll go and do something else. Maybe I'll come back to it in a week or two, maybe maybe three weeks, whatever, a couple of days. It, it varies. Right. I come back to it. And I'm it's, I'm trying. It feels like I'm trying to force the track or, or something like that. But I want to put it out because I'm like, ah, oh, I started it. I want to finish it. 
you know, but yeah. you got to sometimes you got to let it go. And then you never know. You might come back to it a year and a half later. You know, it, it's just one of those things. It You 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 can't wear your heart on your sleeves so much with your art, you know, be proud of what you do. But at the same time, like if somebody comes to you and says, hey, it's this is not flowing right this is not blending well yeah you, you you're gonna need to do some pick a different beat or something the concept is good the lyrics are you know good or decent or awesome one of the two whatever you, you just it's it's not musically sound it's not yeah. there and that's what like that's what me and kp were talking about that's what people are gonna excuse me gonna resonate with the most yeah you can have Everything you could have paid five thousand dollars for the beat from 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 Canon or from DJ Drama from from whoever like some Dre, big shit. Some, from Dre, yeah you could have you could have bought you could have bought the most expensive dr- beat Dre has yep. right you could have bought the most expensive beat Dre has you could have had him record you um you could have had Steven Spielberg direct the video you could have. Gary V do the marketing. You could have, you know, all of that. You could have all of Rick it. Rick Barker, best. your management. Right? Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like you could Gary. have, you could have the best of everything. <laughs> but hey, if, man. if, but if what you, a team you're just coming up exactly, with, there, exactly, right. Well, I'm just trying to think of the best person in every field, or like one of the best people <laughs> in every field, right? Holy but like, shit. if if you have, you could have the best of everything, and people get in right? this. It's called like I I, I call it the de- device capture. It's probably called something else, but. People getting the thing about I gotta have the best okay. equipment, the best this, the best that, and everything like that. It's like, no, first you gotta have the best production of music from yourself. You gotta be able to to have a good, clean, solid beat, and you gotta have good, solid lyrics to come on that, and then have the mixing and mastering good, then have the production quality good, and everything like that. But you have to produce the base content the best the best that you can you and, and and that's where it matters the most because not only is this the music business like i was talking to a dude named bruce uh yesterday we were talking about this shout, shout out, out to, to bruce. bruce yeah absolutely from the network uh uh myself and kp and and him we're about to start working on some different things we're going to have each other on each other's podcast all that kind of stuff but yeah. but he He's coming up with a podcast where he's talking about a lot more of the technicals and stuff like that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, he's still on the same thing. Like you, it, it's yes, it's the music business, but it's also the entertainment business. You have to be entertaining God, first. Entertaining, yep. You know, you have to be entertaining first. Once you're entertaining first, then you can worry about the monetization, but you have to entertain people and you have to be able to entertain people well to where they keep coming back to where they don't just listen to it once and then forget you ever existed and stuff. Yep. Because it's an like open market, you still got to buy. Absolutely. And it's a, it's a <laughs> very, very And you got to have a great quality product. Absolutely. You got a quality product for them to buy in it's an open a, market. It's a very open market. And so you're too. on your own. Yep. Very open market, especially in hip hop. Because it's so much easier nowadays. You know, it's cheap to get beats. It's cheap to get mixing and mastering done. It's 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 cheap and easy to you know do all that kind of stuff. Yep. But you have to you have to be entertaining, or else it's not going to hit. Because people people have 
the world of entertainment at their fingertips. They can listen to anything ever created ever. And that is continuously growing by thousands and thousands and thousands of tracks a day. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't remember what the, what the metric is that Spotify said that they have X amount of new songs uploaded every day, you know, and it's uh, 120,000. Yeah, so there you go. 120,000 new and songs every day. And that increased from last year, which was like 70,000. Yeah, and that was a high at that time. So it's continuously going songs. high, right? Yeah. And so the consumer has 120,000 different songs that they could possibly listen to in one day. What makes it your song that they should listen to? You know, it's just like when somebody wants to be a YouTuber or something like that. Right. Like with us, with our podcast, right? we're on YouTube and Spotify and all that kind of shit. Right. Right. YouTube has, you know, what, like a million hours of content uploaded every day or something crazy like that. Right. And so so what is going to get those people, you know, to get people to to consume yours? You have to be entertaining. You have to be coming with something, you know. Like you can't just it's the same reason that a lot of these news and politics based podcasts are soaring through the roof and CNN and Fox and shit are just fucking tanking. It's because they're not entertaining anymore. They're putting out dog shit. People have more options now. So in a world full of options, you have to be that that bone the dog wants to eat. You know, you you got to be there and and that's what the key is right there is when you're creating music it has to be good in the ears and the head and the soul because that's where you that's where you resonate with music when you get to the visual aspect obviously that has to be with the eyes right but you gotta have that core because you could have the the sickest looking music video and the shittiest looking song and it's the shittiest sounding song so when people give you some criticism and i know it's hard because you wear your ego on the sleeve this is your art that you created i get it but but you got to take it with a grain of salt and you gotta be like okay let me step back out of myself for half a second is that really but but the biggest problem is a lot of people were not raised to step back out of themselves and look at the overall big picture and yeah. or they haven't trained themselves throughout their life to be able to do that. It's it's a skill. It's not it's not something you're born with. Right. You know, and so that that's the key to growing as as an individual human. You know, me and KP, we're constantly doing that with all the different aspects that we're in on trying to help artists, on trying to get better at marketing in general, on trying to create our music, on trying to do better with this podcast and all these different things. We all have Become different things that coach, we do. Becoming a better coach, understanding everything. My, yeah, all of it, dude. Everything. It. And, and dad, as an artist, that. you need to do that as well, too, yep. because that's the only way that you're going to grow. And if you just sit there and and you just keep, you know, standing firm, I'm not going to change. I'm going to keep doing it like this. Okay, fine. But, you know, be prepared to have the reality that you are sticking with. You know, the reality, like I said on the very first episode, the reality is you're only getting two likes on your fucking Facebook. You need to change that. You need to do something different. 
Right. And the reason I remember that is because I just got done editing that like within the last week. So I, it was fresh in my mind and stuff like that. But like, you know, you you have to change it. You know, there's there's all kinds of tropes I could throw out. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results and, you know, stuff like yeah. that. But when it comes down to it, it's the base it's the base rule of the universe. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And you have to be able to see those and then react differently with new actions in order to make your reaction what you want it to be. Exactly. Absolutely. That, that, that's just what it comes down to, 100%. Do you have any other last last words on that, man? Because, I mean, nah, like, man. I think we pretty much – Pretty much aired that out. Yeah, we just yeah. I, we can only say it five times, you know, the yeah. same way. You know? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but but yeah, like that's 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 what we both suggest. You know, it's 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 tough. It is. It's tough. You know, like Lil Wayne said, I wear my heart on my sleeve like it's the new fashion, right? Yep. Most people do. And Tech and I said, I'm I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Yes, I'm fragile. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's your creation that you've created from your soul. Yeah. All right? When you create music, that shit comes from your fucking soul. Well, it should, yeah. right? If you're creating empty music, it's because you're not filling it with anything. Yeah. You know, if I listen to your track and I'm sitting here listening and I'm just like, I don't feel anything. Yeah. Well, it's because you didn't put your soul into it. But like, like I just, like before we started, I was waiting on KP to hop on here and I was throwing through like my newsfeed or whatever on, on just like Google. And I saw this, this guitarist who put his, I'll I'll put it in here so you guys can at least see it. Mm -hmm. He put in, he put his acoustic guitar in a container of water, like just to the the hole what's that hole called in the the acoustic guitar the um um f the um f hole something like that uh, right you know what i'm saying like the yeah. acoustic guitars have the hole where the sound yeah, comes out of right he put it just up to that and then he was playing it and not only did it sound sick as shit because the sound waves were resonating in the water and in the fiberglass container and everything like that but the the music that he was creating out of that with all the notes he was hitting and everything dude it was amazing and just for the fuck of it just for the fuck of it i'll just insert it like right here
okay, now y'all just listen to it, editing magic. But like it, you know, he's playing that from his soul. Yeah. And and that's no matter what genre it is, like, you know, I'm a hip hop dude, but I just heard some dude playing guitar because like I was raised with rock as well, too. So whenever I hear soulful music, it, it resonates. And that's the same with everyone. You know, yeah. even the most emptiest, shallowest person that you know, when they hear music, they feel it. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and so that's what you have to do. That's absolutely what you have to do. Oh, dude, that's like when I was telling you with me, man, when I heard fucking when I heard Jimi Hendrix, Chick mm-hmm. Corea, um, Black Sabbath, my uncle was playing. He played ball. He played those three albums. He played them simultaneously, like just back, back to back in, the, mm-hmm. in that order. And when I heard that, when I heard those three sounds, I was just, I was hooked. Absolutely. It's like, it just, it took over me, man. Like, I just, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and even just into this day, like, when I hear it and just when I hear, hear metal and hear, hear rock and pro- progressive jazz i just it's just like man it just takes me to a whole other place dude like it, it really does so that's why i know for a fact yeah for people who you know especially when you when you create it it's you have to i'm not gonna say you have to like become it does it doesn't have to become your personality but when you when you when when it comes from your soul in a way where it's just you know what it is you know what i'm saying like right you know a hip hop artist when you hear you you know when a nigga you know a motherfucker who can rap when you hear them when they rap you know a guy who can play some fucking guitar play drums mm-hmm. even when they're like getting into the beginning stages like you know okay this person if they man, they keep it up. They gonna be sick. Yeah, and it's a, it's the difference it. between the music coming from your head and coming from your soul. You know, and that, I think a lot of these artists try to do that. You're right. That's the thing. I think a lot of artists try to do that way too much. They try to come from their head instead of it coming from the soul. Because they're thinking about the monetization and popularity aspect first. Yeah, which which is crucial. However, you can't be like, oh, like I knew an I, I know an artist. I'm trying to get him back into making music. He is the best at creating hits. Mm-hmm. Like every song he has, it has all the 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 all the metrics that you need to be a hit. Like it is dope. Yeah, but he just did not have the feeling for it anymore. Because he was I like, I can I can make a hit every day, but that's mm-hmm. not what I want to do, you know. And and that's what people fall into the trap of because you know they're in a fucked up life situation. They're like, I have no money, I have no prospect, nothing like that. Music looks like a good thing. I'm pretty decent at, you know. Let me go ahead and start putting it out there, and then they just follow the leader. But they're 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 just but it's empty they're not they're not even following the leader i don't know why i said mm-hmm. that what they're doing is they're just like they're they're chasing they're chasing a rainbow and trying to find the end of it well it's like they're trying to they're trying to it's like they they don't want to live they it's like the pe- person who's on the dead end job 
-hmm. when you know you got to and they and the reason why it's a dead end job is because you made it a dead end. You said, okay, this is it. This is all I can do. That's all. I I don't I can't I can't go any further. Like when people yeah, I'm look not gonna at try McDonald's, to grow or nothing. Right. It's like when they look at McDonald's, mm -hmm. let me just speak on this because so just to get into the last word. People look at McDonald's as a place of a dead end job. Oh, you just gonna be flipping burgers. But what they're not looking at is within there, there's the corporation. You get you move up the ladder in McDonald's. You pretty much are going to secure yourself a six figure income. Yeah, once you get to a certain point. Once you get to a certain point, that's what they're not looking at, though. See, yeah. they're only looking at being. They look at the you're going to be flipping burgers all your life mentality when they're not looking at within that company it's real estate and that's what they told you and artists if you do not start looking at your very own music I don't care if you play the most satanic black metal in the world or if you play left wing anti so anti national socialist black metal like I'm about to start doing damn it if you don't know how to market the shit Truly market it. If you don't know how to market the very music that you create from your soul, if you don't know how to market it, then yeah, guess what? You're just going to be in it for the money. Yep. And it's not exactly. going to make, and it's not going to make a damn dime. No. And even if it does, you're not going to feel good. You're no, gonna you're not going to gonna feel good. You're gonna, that's when, that's when those people cope with drugs and alcohol and all kinds of crazy mm -hmm. shit. You know, it's because it's so it's so empty, it's vapid, you yeah. know, and, and yeah, you have to constantly try to improve yourself. Every day you wake up is another day for you to make at least one little bit of change in your life positively. And you have your calling. Shout out mm -hmm. to Troy Taylor. He said this. He was talking about um, boys and men. He wanted to be an artist. But it wasn't until he heard one of them, he heard one of the guys from Boys and Men sing one of his tracks. And from that point on, he was a producer. Hmm. Because I and I and I wrote on his Instagram, I said, You found your purpose. Absolutely. And he did. He found his purpose. So artists, producers. All of you out there within this industry, within this business, you have a purpose. You don't always have to be just, and I'm going to say this just in, you don't always don't look at your skin color as a reason why you can't do certain music. That's number one. Number two, your age does not limit your sense of good composition and production. And number three, I wish I would have learned this in high school. It's okay to be the water boy because guess what? You could go to the NFL and make you and start off making 50 grand a year and moving on up. So what I'm saying is it's okay if you become a manager a producer, a marketer, an A&R. 
scout those things. It's okay to start off doing that. It's okay to be the roadie. It, you may and yeah, exactly. They're all it's all needed. Yep. And you may end up thinking, oh, I like this better. Yeah. You know, I've heard about uh, you know, people who write songs that end up writing songs for like the biggest stars in the world. Exactly. And, and they've never put their face on anything because they realize I just like writing the songs. I don't want the limelight. I can take the money, but I don't want the limelight. I have to deal with the limelight. You know, and stuff there are some like people that. People can perform their asses off and, and can't write for, for shit. The, can't write for Jack Drake. <clears throat> but yeah, <laughs> you know, there's people like that. You know, and, and it's all different aspects. But like he was just saying, like that was <laughs> that was solid right there, man. Yeah. And I mean, me and you, that number one right there. You know, it your skin color doesn't matter on what type of music you can make. I mean, oh. me and you exemplify the fuck out of that in yeah. every aspect, you I know. Agree, and man. and so I mean, that's yeah, we're just gonna leave it there, man. I don't want to say anything much else because you just you just put icing all over the, the cake and the oven and the kitchen table and everything, man. So, I have to tell myself that, especially the skin yeah. color doesn't, especially the skin color does not determine the great music type of music you are good at. Yeah. I, it does. I, and I, I tell myself, that. yeah, I tell myself the same thing and yeah. I know, you I know, know you it's, do. and I know and it's I'm, a totally, yeah, I know, this, <laughs> I know it's a totally different plight for you because you also have the other dynamic of, you know, skin color holding you back from just success in general and shit and like then, that. And then being that's queer. totally different. Yeah, that that all kinds of that yeah. that adds on to it as well. So you have more dynamic of that. But but yeah, like what you look like doesn't no it doesn't no it it it's about what you do. Yep. And you I know? tell y'all right now, my man fire. <laughs> he fire. Appreciate right? it. Straight up fire. So that tells you, man. Yeah, so, and, man. and KP's doing the Congos on the intro of the motherfucking episode here every time. So there's yeah, that man. too. That's <laughs> but, right. Uh, Sweet. All right. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna get the fuck up out of here. I think we hopped up on our sermon for enough for today, even though it's not <laughs> Sunday. Well, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, <Saturday>. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, just make sure y'all tithe and uh, <laughs> but yeah, by by sharing the show, by telling people about it. Um, if you're if you're an artist and you're listening to this and you are enjoying what's going on uh if you're in any realm of music and you're enjoying what's going on you happen to know at least one other person that could that could benefit from at least listening to it or may even like it so just share it with them share it with any and everybody you can think of you know um continue tuning in make sure you like share follow subscribe on all the socials and streaming platforms everything like that all links for everything um are available at uh, musicmakingsensepod.com links below and everything like that and all the descriptions um, and just just keep on uh, tuning in and, and supporting the fuck out of us make sure you go to the discount section on our website musicmakingsensepod.com the discount section has a bunch of um, companies that we work with to give you all discounts and then when you make a purchase with them they support you know they, they financially support us so yeah. it doesn't cost you a single dime extra and you can go and buy the stuff that you're already thinking about getting anyway and so exactly. it's a win all the way around 
Help us get our like, first 100 subscribers, too, on Spotify, y'all. Let's get us a right, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah, because, yeah, there's there's different metrics with Spotify so we can start running running ads. I know a lot of y'all hate listening to ads, but the ads help support us, all right? I mean, I know Spotify takes their chunk, but, you know, we, we do get some as well, too. So we appreciate oh, yeah. the hell out of every single one of y'all when you listen, whether you're supporting us financially or, or not, or whatever you're doing, just keep listening, and then you know, try to implement what we're saying, you know, whether or not you want to work with us, which is perfectly fine. Like I said, we're, you know, we're both music marketers. We both have our own, our own business and everything like that. If you want to work with us, message us and let us know. And we'll be glad to help you out free consultation, oh, yeah. initial and everything like that free initial consultation. But even if you just want to take our stuff and you want to run with it, like, like I have, I mean, I've, paid a couple people for their their information but a lot of the stuff i've gotten for free off of you know youtube and podcasts and stuff like that never subscribed never spent a dime never purchased anything or nothing like that rarely ever shared some of the content but i've used it to benefit myself and that's that's really what matters most so um yeah absolutely and until next time uh this has been harcos and kp with the music making sense podcast as always and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Later, y'all. Yeah. Holla.